Hello and welcome to Be Powerful with Liz and Lee. It's a new day and we're so glad you're here. So you can expect to hear candid conversations on what it means to be powerful. Live authentically, live in the midst of ups and downs, productively, and above all else, joyfully. We are so thankful for you, our community of listeners, and we hope you enjoy today's show. Hi, Liz. Hi, Lee. (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to our first live recorded podcast. We are sitting here in the studio under Be Powerful with a beautiful array of guests and friends and clients and a few people who we've never met before. And so thank you all for being here. Yes, we are under my favorite sign, Be Powerful. And we named this podcast Be Powerful because that's what Lee and I are about. And we're excited you're joining us today to sort of explore what that might feel like for you and explore the different ways in which we can continue to find our most authentic, powerful self and the words that have all been overused, but Mm -hmm. that I think we all resonate to. And so we're excited to be, this is where we generally work out. I know, it's fun. we're all dressed up. (laughs) And a few of us have already worked out today and showered and come back. So pat on the back to all of you who have done that. Yeah. So talk about Be Powerful, Mm -hmm. what it means to you, how it's changed over the years and what you want people to feel when they hear that. Right. I remember sitting at my kitchen table maybe eight or nine years ago and a friend came over and she said, what is it you're trying to do with this workout you have called Hilliard Studio Method? And I said, I, I, it's hard to put into words. I can't put it into words. I just want women to be powerful. And she goes, well, that's exactly what you're doing then. And, I, and she goes, well, what do you mean? And I went, well, I, I want not just women, but I think women really struggle a little bit with their own power because we're so conscious and generally caring more about other people mm-hmm. that we sometimes make ourselves smaller in life mm-hmm. in order to fit in in order to make sure everyone is comfortable and to, um, to generally just get along in society. And so I didn't understand how powerful this sign above my head was literally until the last few years. And the more you accept and account for who you are in your own power, the more you change without you even knowing or meaning to. So I just thought we, and this is the live podcast. So we just saw somebody walk in. We're excited you're here. (laughs) We're also going to have you guys talk about your own individual questions, whether it comes to power. And let me just one more thing about power. Absolutely, There'll be many more things about power, but power is not putting fear into people's hearts and telling people what to do. It is about accepting who you are, Mm -hmm. I am, and who you are, and making people see more of their finer selves, their higher, finer selves. And anybody that speaks to power in a way that comes from fear or that comes from um, rules and regulations about how people should be, then that's a different type of power that's called fear. But anyway... Let's, yeah. Let's, let's well, I mean, I that. think we've both experienced that and we had our own level of fear in being with each other, you know, 
starting a business, struggling through COVID, right. coming out together as a couple. And it it's just a fascinating process to be able to go through the fear to become powerful at the end of the day is such a beautiful and journey. And sometimes power is simply just saying yes or no to something. Mm. It's, it's, it's simply just standing in that moment that you're in and accepting who you are and not agreeing with what society is putting into your space. Right. And that takes huge courage. And yeah. so I think we've always compared power with the same thing we do in workout. It takes a lot of courage to mm -hmm. work your body to a place where you feel very uncomfortable, but then you see a really good change and a healthy change. And that's the same thing about stepping into your own self. Um, we're not advocating that everyone, you know, become gay or lesbian or leave their marriage or, <laughs> but we're, we're advocating that you increase your relationship with the people that you love by literally stopping the things that hold you back, because the minute you stop the things that hold you back, you free your loved ones, your children, and your husbands and partners to, to do the same. Exactly. Exactly. And I think what we try to do with this podcast and initially with the workout, really, yes. is to not just say, here's our story and listen to it, but to help other people be able to say, well, here is also my story and that resonates or I feel free to be who I am and step outside of my box. And I feel free now to support other people in a way that I didn't know I could before, you know, because we've st stood in front of a lot of people who agree or disagree with us. And that's not the point of life. It's about accepting people for who for they them. are. And for in them. fact, this is, I love the timing of this. Yesterday we saw the new Jurassic Park movie. You Has anybody see seen it. it yet? It's, it's so excellent. Good. We it's took the grandkids. I wasn't super excited. It was in 3D. Go 3D. Wear the glasses. Yeah, for sure. But, it, you know, it's in the dark. You get some popcorn and some wine. And, hey, what's hey. not to love? So at the end, the, the moral message is really about how we have to depend on one another, respect each other in order to coexist. Coexist. Maybe not with dinosaurs, so hopefully, but I thought that was it was a great message. It was very env environmental and to and my my grandson was all over it. Yeah, Cameron the animal man. Yeah. He was like, we have to coexist. But, like, yes, but, buddy, you got it. And then one more thing I want to say, we were at the we were on vacation last week and we were talking to a friend of ours and all of a sudden, Lee and I don't do normal conversations anymore. We don't do small talk. It's not comfortable, right? So we were talking to our friend. He's a man who has a place down at the beach. And he said, you know, when I moved to Charlotte, I noticed people didn't talk about anything. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I'm like, well, did they talk about things where you're from? <laughs> because we're, you know, we're just finally like, it's it's time we love each other because nobody is really bad. We're all just trying to be seen and be heard, and and it doesn't matter how you express. It just matters that you express, right? Right. And I think a good disagreement, even a good argument, is so good for the soul as long as you keep it coming from that place right. of uh, acceptance and love. I'm going to throw in another anecdote on top of that, and then we'll turn it to y'all. Yeah. But I did hear something really interesting the other day about what keeps a relationship strong, and it's how you fight. 
oh. at the bottom of the line. Like, yes, you can love each other and have a good partnership, but what is that make or break? It's how you fight, disagree, and use communication and positive tools mm -hmm. to get through something that might seem challenging. And I thought that was really, really that is powerful. Good. You know, you can squander moments and build resentment right. and anger, but like at the end of the day, right. how we react to each other and help each other through, I think is more important. Right. Right. So do you think we should teach our children confrontation? Absolutely. You need to teach yours. Oh, I'm slow on that. I do. I do. We avoid Hi, it. Hi, Pop. On this side <laughs> yeah. of the table, yeah. we avoid confrontation. Yeah. No, Lee is the absolute... Oh, I'm not, no, 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 no. We all need to be happy here, yeah, let's right? Just all, let's all go along. But you're, and you. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i bull on a head. Bull in the china, china shop. shop. Anyway, let's just get to it. Let's just get to it. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, how does that feel for y'all? Yeah. And feel free to jump in. And people are walking in. And this is kind of great. And Renata. there's Renata. I'm just going to yell her out. Because she's... <laughs> She's the fashionista, one of the fashionistas of the city, along with, uh, you can't see her, but Erin McDermott, who's been here before. Been on the podcast. Yeah. Good. Yeah. How does that resonate? If anybody wants to share about how your, you know, version of what be powerful means to you, maybe it's a different word or language or things in your life that you've struggled with and then you've come to the other side and what you've done to get there. Or maybe even just the workout. I mean, it's not the big stuff, yeah. you know? It's the little stuff that turns into lots and lots of steps to the big stuff. And I'm looking at my new friend, Carol, right here. I'm sorry, Carol's not on camera because she's gorgeous. <laughs> That's a beautiful And I wish smile. I could tell her at her age. Can I really? So she's 78. What? So you'll Can't hear roll. that in the mic. And wow. so I just I've literally just had one conversation with her and and here's the thing. I think you can see the power in people. So I, I love, I come from a place of, I think, love and joy. And so I just immediately see that in this, in, a, in a, another human being. And what I see in her is a vibrance. And I think that's a key to beauty, whether it's physical or spirit, yeah. whatever, but the beauty really resonates. And uh, just Thank you for being here, Carol. You're one of the, and I know we're on a podcast and you're probably listening, but you, even if you're on YouTube, you're like, where's Carol? We got another angle. Carol, you're you welcome to, to come up here if you want to like <laughs> do make, a little dance, make a little walkthrough, you know, <laughs> you're welcome to do that. Oh, um, but there's, well, can I ask you a question, Carol? How do you stay feeling young and vibrant? I hope you do because you look it. You want to come up here and speak on the mic? No. Okay. Come here. Oh, wow. Good. Oh, this is great. This is almost Woo. like the price is right, except it's not. There's no prize. Keep going. Here you go. Talk to it. I look at life a little differently. I look at not as age, but aging and how you go about aging. I also look at self-acceptance, and I think that's a big key. Uh, you can look around at other people, and you can wish, and you can want those things but the whole thing here is self-love self-care and acceptance and i think as females as we go through our lives uh i think that's our biggest struggle uh we look at other images and not ourselves and the other thing that i have learned over the years is to be authentic to that be is up front and not have this facade in front of you. 
when you meet other people that you can't be you. Because once you learn how to be you, you're over the hump, ladies, let me tell you. And speak honestly and openly about how you feel and how you accept life. I look at life as a lifestyle. Mm. And that's how I deal with exercise. Yeah. I do do a lot of exercising. And Hilliard Studio Method is on your agenda, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. And in fact, the reason I came not only to listen to you, but to come to the facility. Oh, good. It means a lot to me where I go, where I get my energy. Yes. Mm. Okay, because that's so important. Well, we feel that thank this, you. Thank, thank you, Carol. Thank I mean, you. We, we wow. really, woo, yes, round of applause. We really feel that this place has an energy, and we know that this energy starts, you know, with the creation of it, but it's, it's also continues with the human beings that mm -hmm. fill the room. Right. And we don't have room in here for uh, disharmony. We, and, and I think you know it. And, I, and even if you come in here maybe in, uh, on a day when your husband or your partner is driving you crazy or your children or whatever, there is a place here to find a peace. Now, it might be on your 23rd thousandth push-up. <laughs> and you might be yelling at me because I've counted wrong for the hundredth time. Likely. 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 But that's, and I think that's the support, and that's the be powerful support that we've always tried to do here. And, um, and I like what Carol said because yeah. she said accept, but it's hard to accept who you are until you like, count to yourself until you go, I mean, do you really go, wow, there's some things that I'm really resisting noticing about myself. And when I, and I'm, I do it every day, and I bet you do too, Carol, is you have to account for those, some of the painful things, the things you right. don't like about yourself. You don't go, oh, I'm better than that because I'm raising my level of vibration and I'm going to be just positive. <laughs> no, no, and no. I mean, account for the fact that you're not always positive, that things are not feeling so great in mm -hmm. your life. Well, I think when I, you know, knew that I wanted to be with you, it, I, I already just said, I don't like confrontation. And that's kind of a on paper confrontation Huge. or, or uh, something a little challenging. And I think that knowing inside is what you have to listen to because you can be too afraid to do it. But when you keep moving and you just go do it because you know that's the only option, mm -hmm. then you can get to that self-acceptance and that awareness so much more quickly and you go why did I do it earlier you're you're the example I mean I think uh, we're all we all sit in our space and we go yes but yes yeah. but but I remember uh before we were together I mean we were best friends and I remember hearing your story and thinking oh I mean really I felt for you because I, you felt so stuck mm -hmm. and I'm not just talking about a marriage or any I'm not disparaging any of that but she f had a stuckness of right. this this is who I am and this is who I have to be and and I was just like trying to unlock the keys and release her a little bit and I didn't, re I didn't realize what I was releasing but <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> but it's still always a practice, right? So I feel so much yeah. better as a person, but all those things that still go on in your head, I'm not good enough or look a certain way, like they're still there. But every time you practice dealing with it, you get a little mm-hmm. stronger. And I like what you said about Carol, the images that we see. And I think the whole as women, the more we talk about that and the more we say we support each other, we support each other, the more we will. Yes. The more we have to. Well, because nobody else is. And especially, <laughs> I mean, you hear me talk on the, if, if you've heard the podcast, which of course Carol has not, but that's fine. You'll listen to this one. Um, <laughs> Came to the first one, got on the got first on one. The, I like she got on the camera and now she's I like in it. To she's in. Carol's in. But um, as we are women sitting in this audience and we certainly uh, welcome men all the time. Uh, I'm a big lover of men and women. Uh, but we do live in a very patriarchal society where decisions are being made for women on a daily basis, whether it's who's going to pick up carpool or are you going to be able to have an abortion? It doesn't matter what it, the issue is. There is a a form that we live in that we, I think, have to constantly, in small ways, break out of, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and just account for it. Account for, oh, I don't feel good about that. Right. I, I don't feel good about the way decisions are being made. I have a power. I have me. I can speak out. I mean, I would like nothing more than to see uh, these women and, you know, running people will run for office right. that don't think they can do that. Right. And, and make changes, big changes and small changes. Stephanie, you're going to probably be on the ticket next That's year. That's what right? I was going to say. I'm looking at you, Steph. <laughs> so do you all have questions or want to share anything? Yes, Steph. One of the reasons Be Powerful is so meaningful is that we started with the exercise. I have been with you for a long time. And that was the exercise part. And it overflowed into your podcasting, your um, clothing, your sharing of uh, different things that you do to maintain a lifestyle that I think is so important. And that's where I got part of it. And I love being part of it. Wow. I love that. Thank you. Should we repeat some of that just in case? Yeah. So to make sure everybody heard that concept of the lifestyle, the overall health and wellness that Be Powerful is more than the workout, than the words. It's the community. It's the clothing. It's the podcast. It's your book. It's everything we all are that's our best relationship. Because I was with Stephanie before I ever thought of this. Right. I was your personal trainer. OG baby. OG. She is OG all the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She even does her own. She's so good. Yeah. But and and that's important. Community. And and you know, I really go ahead, Renata. And Renata, also the experience. I think the experience of coming in through that brings it all together. So I think that's you know, how do you guys make this feel? And so Renata just said um, the experience and how this place and how we make her feel, it's reciprocal. Yep. What you give is what you receive. And so this space is a, a space of love. And, and I, I use those terms really broadly when I use the terms of love. It's, a, it's joy. It's acceptance. It's, um, it's, it's support. Mm-hmm. It's, re- it's, it's a rest while it's a workout. 
It's a rest <laughs> from the whole thing because the whole thing has been really tough. <laughs> I love that. I think that's so important. Yeah. And I always tell Liz that her superpower is really seeing people and knowing kind of what they need in this very authentic way. I mean, you are just exactly who you are when you show up. You might say something that makes me go, oh my goodness. <laughs> First of all, that's not her name. (laughs) Second of all, okay. But I mean, it's the truth. And so you bring out the truth in other people. So when you behave like that to someone, they behave that way to back, back. you know, and that's where you get the depth of relationships and conversations. Oh, okay. And I think we all do that. Yeah. And that's, that's what we're here for. Well, you've taught us, well, how to do that. I think. Okay. Well, thanks. That's great. <laughs> I need to, need to continue that. We all need to continue that. And, and, and that's the beauty of life. I, I just, I still look around and I see the, the hardships and the, mm-hmm. the wars and the bad things and the people doing mean things. And you don't understand why those people are doing those mean things. And I just still am trying to look at them and going, they're also made from joy. They are mm. all those people doing all those things that you disagree with are divine humans we're divine we're divine and we're from love and joy and when I look at Regine Beckler's artwork and she's got like the Clorox woman and the you know that is from the heart of joy showing the all the different you know I could never speak to her art but the expression that we do in the world right that it's all from that um and sometimes it gets sideways. And uh, mm-hmm. and when it starts to do that, or when I start to judge other people, which I do, I mean, don't we all? Like, how dare they? Right, how right. How dare they infringe upon my right for rep- reproduction, even though I'm way past that. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Thankfully. Uh, then I go, where is that coming from? Right. So where can I, where, where can I fix that down here so that it expresses? On a higher level. On a higher level. Besides doing things like voting and all those things. But I mean. Really, that's why I always, and we, we've, we threw this out on that two-pod, three-pod cast ago. We, we want people that disagree with us on different things because we all agree on one thing. We all <laughs> want to be seen and loved, right? Right. And we want to be heard. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, that's really it to be heard. And that's what, talking about the exchange of energy a little bit. So when you come into the studio, like, I feel like I teach such a better class when y'all are here, right? Like when people are here, it makes me go, oh my gosh, I know what you're going through. I know what it takes to get here. And I'm here to give you everything I've got. And that's what you're doing too. Just being on the mat is giving everything you've got. And that like exchange of, you know, helping each other through something that's really hard in this space in order to do something really hard in another space. So I kind of wanted to ask who's come in here, taken class and felt terrible when they got it here gotten here like bad mood shit going on worried about things all the time okay when you leave hopefully this is not a planted question do you feel better (laughs) yeah and what do you think that is I mean we've spoken to it but for y'all personally a release release. camaraderie camaraderie yeah I was gonna say that too like this is the one place and you yeah Truly feel like I'm calm as I am, right? right? And right. I'm not expected to talk about talk nothing, nothing right. outside of these walls, and it's like a breath of fresh air. Um, and you know, I, 
I don't know why, but like everybody, I thought it was so scary um, and do this workout just because it looked intimidating. But like, and I think everyone can attest to that. Like it's right. not once you're here and you know you struggle through your class, and I still do. You struggle through class. Me too. To do this, <laughs> but it's like no one's recommending you or telling you you're doing it wrong. Yeah. It's just like yeah. People will come and correct you, and like people will pump you up, and it's just so refreshing. Right. Because you know? the second you walk out the door, it's like okay, anxiety starts coming back in about another day and things like well, I think that's a good point about talking about the anxiety starts to creep back later in the day and to go back to the practices and, and you know, mm -hmm. and here basically like the breath, the breath and the focusing on what you can control, you know, like you can control your body and find different ways to bring it back to its center. And that's going to help you continue to kind of fight that away. The only control Hopefully. we have is for ourselves anyway. Yeah. We don't have control <laughs> over any of that other stuff that is happening. Jobs, bosses, children. We kind of have control over children, but not really. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and that's... We like to think we I do. just always want to say, you know, I only had one, and so I'm not like a parental expert. <laughs> but, I mean, you basically, you're like, you birth a human being that is then its own person. You just try to keep it alive and fed. I mean... You can tell it anything you want to, and it's going to do whatever it wants to do, period. And I think that's great. And again, that's acceptance, right? Yeah. As a, as a parent and as a, as a spouse. And, uh, you know, gosh, being married, that's another thing. You're looking at me as if we're married. We're, we're not. We're not. <laughs> still up for debate. Well, we're, 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 still, we're still considering that. Yeah. We're, we're kind of, you know considering it surprise we're getting married right here uh, no no <laughs> this is all a ruse yeah no we're not no yet well could I ask you a question Joe Brent I'm looking at Joe Brent who owns a wonderful med spa is that the appropriate term in town and as we talk about image I like how you you empower women with what you do so did you have a goal in mind you know to do that I mean, I just like you as a human individual and think you support women. So I'd just love to know your perspective. I definitely support women, but my first priority, to be honest, was I didn't want to get old. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was my number one goal. That's and honest. I, I lost my big girl job and tried to figure out what I was going to do. And I came across this opportunity. It was a great one. And now I love seeing women leave happy. And I love seeing their progress. Right. Because, you know, it's kind of like working out. You don't go to the gym and suddenly you're thin. Right. You don't go to a med spa or a plastic surgeon or whatever and suddenly you're perfect. How do you feel about being old now? Um, you know, 50's been a little challenging. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. 40 was my favorite. 40s were her favorite. I like it. But 50's been a little challenging. Things start to break down. We talked about this. I had, you know, aches and pains. And um, I didn't have those in my 40s. But what do you have now that you're 50 that you didn't have in your 40s? Let's look at the other side of that. Confidence. Ah, uh, right. I can show up, no makeup, hair, mm -hmm. in or out, because, you know, it's extensions. <laughs> um, and just feel the best about myself. Um, I really care what I think. Now. Don't you feel like, Love though, that. whatever age it takes, you start to own who you are? I mean, I didn't own who I was till I turned 60. I thought I did at 40. And I was really sure I did at 50. But then at 60, I went. Even more. 
I own this shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is good news, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like well, yeah, I, I thought I did too. I, I thought I did too. It's sort of like the more you explore who you are, and, and it's not really about just Liz, 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 Liz. It's like everybody, like meeting these people, y'all, everybody. Because I think through community, through communion with other humans, they show you who you are and you show them who they are. Mm. So that's why I'm always like, let's do this exchange of energy that is a really through love and, and acceptance. And so the more I did that, the more I realized, it's like when I wrote the book, Be Powerful, I'm, and I've said this before, I'm almost embarrassed. It's so <laughs> not enough. It's just not enough. It, there's so much more that needs right. to be said there because I was, tr I was walking on the edge of being powerful. Yep. And then I just dove in head first and went, because when you know something, you can't unknow it. Mm. And when I, so when I realized that, oh, I was living a facade of a life. Oh, I was the, you know, person who was the authority on fitness and, and influencing women, especially to be their best selves. And I was not. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so interesting when yeah. you said that, like, as I look at y'all's beautiful faces, I'm like, no one here, in my opinion, is living a facade. And that makes me so proud to know everyone. And maybe that's why you're here, because maybe you don't think we are either. And I think that's really, really just an interesting point mm -hmm. to make, that these are people who I see as really strong, very me different, too. very independent women who support other women. And I love that. Yeah. I, mean, I love that. I, I'm looking at you know, a couple of you right now. I know you're doing some things that are so, that I know about. We don't always know what people are going through, but I know some of you are going through some really big deals. And those big deals are your greatest opportunities. Mm -hmm. The big deals that feel like they're going to destroy you. They feel like, I don't have a clue. This is a cliff and there's a big fiery bull running at my back. What do I do? You're going to have to jump. And when you jump, you're going to see what happens. <laughs> Maybe you're going to sprout some wings. Maybe you're going to fall you go. down and, you know, hurt yourself a little up. bit. So can I ask you, Seth? Um, and a question, do you both think that when you decided to get together that you were given a second chance? Do you feel this is a second chance, and I mean this in a very broad spectrum, at life? That's a great question. That's a, did you get the question on, can we hear Yeah, it? and the, my answer is 100% yes. Um, and not just in this relationship, as a person, as a mother, a whole lot as a mother, um, because I changed my children's life, really. And I think me knowing more and going more eyes wide open, hopefully will be more valuable for them, in my opinion. And I just, you're the person who's opened me up, Liz, the most. Mm -hmm. And I, it, being with you is never something that I would have ever imagined. I mean, me I was either. on the path of marriage forever, two kids. We were close to the white picket I've fence. I've never even liked a girl before. Kind of thing, right. And I don't think I've really liked a boy before, so now it makes sense. <laughs> I'm telling you, she was born a lesbian. Uh, I mean, I tried. I tried hard. No, but my answer is 100% yes, and I'm, I'm so grateful for it. And maybe there's another 
and not even a chance, but just the next part of life, that it doesn't have to be stagnant, that I'm always open to whatever's going to happen. I second that emotion. I think that the second, I've had so many chances. I've started over <laughs> so many times in my life. There, I mean, and the older you get, you'll realize, well, I'm starting over again. Oh, I'm going to do it again. Oh, I'm going to do it again. This was such a big shift. This shift was not only that I fell in love with Lee and not just fell in love, but found truly love I didn't understand was there. But that opened up things in me that I was able to give to other people. It, right. it, make, it made me more of me. Me more of me makes you more of you. If I'm looking at Brittany and she's, you know, she's giving me more of every time I am back and forth with, with her. So second chance, I'd say we get a lot of chances in life and we pass them up. And because of fear and because of, oh my God, what will people think? Oh mm. my God, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to have an affair with my employee who's a woman. <laughs> it's going to go well. And see how that works out. <laughs> I'm sure no one will have a problem with that. They'll keep coming to class, I hope. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I mean, surely. I mean, I live in a Bible Belt. Are you kidding me? We are in the, the <laughs> whitest white community of the country clubs. Exceptions. Two of them, two of y'all, but you're still out there. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we are living in the in the world of privilege and of white privilege, and we know it. And it's not acceptable to do this. And but when you own it, and when you accept it, and when you are authentic with it, and you come from a place of love, then all the heaps and the guns and the darts and the stuff, and they came, they came hard. And we lost friends and we lost people we loved. We thought we, you know, they came hard. But what was left was the real yeah. and the real, real. The, like, it was so real, the people and the things that life is, has a different color now. For sure. Don't you think? I mean, I think that we say that a lot to one another. Yeah. We just, I'm amazed. We're yeah. amazed a lot. We have so much. <laughs> is this, we, this really, fun? Yeah. We, and we're like, are we supposed to like this this much? <laughs> Which is very lucky. But I think it, because no, we I, went I think it's that. courageous and right. it's hard. But I, I'm not saying, and that's why I'm always kind of worried. I'm on the edge of like telling someone they should run off from their mate and find another one. That is it's not, not it. it. Find you yourself. You just open yourself up, accept wow, I really am having a problem with you, husband or wife, and I, you've got to hear this, and it might, like, turn things really weird, but let's do this together because we really love each other. Or maybe we don't. Go ahead. Yeah, you, you say that a lot in podcasts, and I always chuckle um, because, as a listener, I don't, I don't take it that way. I think what you guys do is show that... I'm not, a, I'm not big on terms and, uh, you know, classification. I just think the heart warrants what the heart wants. And if you fall in love with your best friend, your boss, whatever, then, okay, great. I think that's wonderful. I don't think you woke up one day. Like you said, let me try being be <laughs> Like, I don't think you do that, right? It used to gross me out. I went, how do they do that? You acknowledge <laughs> and encourage people to, who may have, you know, that 
person, that friend, that confidant, that they feel that extra connection with you. Because you can feel it. You always have it there. And to maybe take a look at it. Right. And, right. you know, whether they choose to act on it, that's their business. That's not yours or your decision or telling them to do it. I just think you guys do a great job in telling your story so that people that may resonate can be like, okay, let me let me take a look at this. Like, is it something I want to explore and kind of dive into? Or is it like, you know, like, is it a Liz and Lee or is it just something like I feel can yeah, I, well, can, I appreciate that. Can I just say something about that? Because I, I love your what you just said, but I think there and the the term spectrum, and that's why I like that we're, we're in Pride Month. You know, all the colors of the rainbow. We're all on that spectrum somewhere, and I don't think that Stephanie is on one side of the spectrum, and that I'm on the other. Right. I think we're on different ways waves of that spectrum all the time. And to close ourselves off just because society or, or, or even us, we say, oh, I'm just this, is to not allow the spirit in us to be who we desire to be. And so I don't even like the term gay, lesbian, or any of that stuff. Um, and that's why we're going to do a Pride interview with two different uh, people from the gay and lesbian community because I have a hard time labeling myself as anything right I'm a I'm a human being trying to be my best human self right and right now that looks like this <laughs> how long is that gonna last <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm just saying and one more thing Smith to your point I think it's about not being blind to what's going on in your life right to be eyes open and aware and to deal with it Right, ignoring things out of fear. Mm -hmm. Can't do that. Miss mm -hmm. Erin McDermott. So when you both got together, did you expect that you would now be so open and share and kind of take the power away from everyone else and do a podcast and just tell your story? When we first got together... You have something to say? I'm I sorry. Go I was going to deny it, deny it, deny it, yeah. deny it. It was not going to happen. I was going to make it go away. You can answer more. I was going to make it go away. I mean... I was in the middle of separating from a human being that happened to be a man. For 37 years. For 37 years. And this could not be possible. I, I denied it, denied it, denied it. And I was like, you were like, let's go. Mm -mm. I really was. I just knew. Oh, we were, it, and the threats that came. I think some of us can understand the threats that might come our way. I mean, mm -hmm. real threats. Yeah. <laughs> Real and, ones. Right. And and so when you work through kind of the logistical details of divorce and then getting together, yeah. there was no, I mean, I feel like we've gone day by day, but not, I think, I feel like the minute we actually romantically have been together, like, that's it. No other plan, no thought, no scheming know what should we do next I mean for me it felt like one big blackout zone to for me, a while it was the and scariest then, and the most natural thing in the at world at the same time as right. I as I denied it I the words were coming out of my mouth but inside my spirit was laughing out loud <laughs> laughing out loud at the way my self was behaving going mm. sorry sweetie you that, <laughs> that train has passed the station 
<laughs> you missed it. <laughs> You're in it now. <laughs> but you didn't. You didn't miss it. No, no, you didn't miss it. It's just like the greatest thing that's ever happened. And so again, those things take courage, whether it's a relationship or it's a job. Go ahead, Brittany. My question is, what was the hardest part of it was it telling your loved ones when you decided or was it coming together because like you all said it it was hard to do that so what was harder good question for me it was this is we're going full circle again Lila does not like confrontation so it didn't go probably as smoothly on my side of the fence because I just wanted to be like this is what I'm doing I'm an adult now so everybody get on board and that's not really like a great way to handle. Can I just go no, ahead? No, this would be wrong, right? We could always cut it out of the podcast. Go ahead, say what she, you're going to say. Okay, can I just say what she did? What? What did I do? She did nothing. She didn't tell her parents. Everything, nobody. <laughs> and so what we do, and I, you know, I've gone. I'll tell you mine later. But we get on a plane. Can I say that? Sure. To go to Italy. Okay. First of all, all hell has broken loose. All. Hell, you can't even imagine. I mean, just stuff. And so we get on a plane together to go away. And I remember, I still remember, you know, wheels up. And like the whole weight of the world went, you know. And we had the best trip ever. Well, we get to this fabulous resort in, in, on the Amalfi Coast. And she just types out an email, a long email, <laughs> to all the people in her family. Did, did I really? Yes. I don't even remember this. Yes. Like, I'm blacking and it out. And she asked me to read it, and I'm like, whoa. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. And, mm. and she sends it. Well, it had come up before. <laughs> this was not like, guess what? There was a lot of like that going on at the time. There was a couple her, levels. There of, was a lot. Yeah. 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 My, but as far as I went, the hardest <laughs> part was not falling for her. The hardest part was... Really, you would think it would be telling my ex-husband. He was the most supportive. I've already said it on the podcast. I want to do it again. He and I are still good friends. We, he supports both of us. His was the easiest. The hardest was telling my daughter. Because just imagine. I mean, you know. <laughs> and I literally, um, when I told her, because she thought she thought there was all kinds of other things going on with me and Lee. Like Lee was trying to force her out of right. business or some kind of thing like that. Like, what's going on with you and Lee? You know, that's when Clary was still in it, you know, and all that. And so I remember literally kind of sitting and then I, I felt my body go into a fetal position. And then I felt myself fall out of my chair and I felt her pick me up. Literally. And she sat me on her lap. That's how scared I was. And I cried my, I couldn't speak. All I could say was her name. Mm -hmm. And she goes, what? And I went, and then she went, that's it? <laughs> she goes, that's great. <laughs> but then, then reality hit and we had to go and figure it all out. But that's the hardest thing is to tell the people that you love and that also that you have, you've also, as a mother, I've put on a, and this is who I am. Right. A persona already. And I know what I'm doing. And I will always be this and I'll always be that. Mm -hmm. And that's why now I know, I hope that people will, it, they still have to be, you know, the mothers to their children that make their children feel secure. But some they need to let their kids know they're human. The reality. I, I don't yeah. think I did that well before. So that's a great point. We hadn't really, yeah, talked about. I mean, that's yeah. so true. Yeah, it yeah. So we we both handled it differently again, just how we normally the email would. Was excellent, yeah, though. and it took time. I mean, I'm just a slower process. 
<laughs> of a person. And I think what was a, really hard was standing up in front of these classrooms, you yeah. know, not knowing how anybody felt or how it affected them or what it, they it, thought of us because of such pride in, you know, being here. And that was challenging. But again, just coming and going, this is who I am. And I, I think the hardest part usually is family because, mm -hmm. you know, they've given their lives to you and to disappoint or confuse or make angry stays with you, mm -hmm. right? Like if anybody else who's not your direct family can, it's, I feel like it would be easier for you to support. Like maybe that's weird. Maybe I'm going to talk to my friends about that and figure this out or disagree generally. But like, is it really skin off my own back? Not really. You know, and if we continue to come from always a place of truth and love, then it's kind of like, how can you hate right. that? If you do, that's on you. You're, and, and of course we lost some clients, but I would say this would be the third thing down the wrong, the, the acceptance of us, the telling of the family. And then the fact that I was now a single woman with mm. a business that could possibly completely go under Yeah, because the people that come to my space are people that are generally heterosexual, privileged people. And, uh, and so that, and therefore I met that every step of the way, again, through that, it's an energy, that energy of, it's okay if you don't accept, I don't even talk, I didn't say those words, but the, the energy was, I accept you for not accepting me. And right. Wow. We, that goes a long way. I was shot to tears to the people that just you would think would not accept, and they did. And and I'm looking at a lot of y'all. Yeah. I mean, I Thank was shocked you. and be beautifully shocked, which also made me go, wait, this is great stuff, because the more we are ourselves, the more people really want to support you, even if they don't, they go, what? Like, what the hell, Liz? <laughs> Get your shit together. <laughs> Lee? Yeah. Lee? Yeah, right. Her? <laughs> yeah. No. So it's been a journey. It's been a journey. And and that's why we do we we do this podcast. We started the podcast. Well, we started the podcast for a lot of reasons. One of them, we wanted to COVID, we wanted to keep the community together. But it was also a way to just sort of keep everybody's joy up. Right. Joy, joy can be in the midst of solid pain and, and, and community. And you're not ever alone. People love you. We love you. Bringing that forth. So anyway, that's about all I got to say about that. <laughs> Any other questions? Yeah. I mean, we're just, questions we just got or shares? I thought we were going to talk about like diet and exercise. Not today. <laughs> you know? Not today. Renata, yeah. could I ask you a question, if you don't mind, beautiful Renata in the back? Joe Brent talked about kind of establishing her business and her empowering of women. And I always have considered you also a strong, confident woman. Woman, And I know sometimes that's hard. You just had your third baby, right? And you're working your tail off. My question to you is, you're from Brazil, yes? Do you feel like there's a cultural self-esteem or confidence that that's lent to you at all? And you're welcome to come up and speak, too. <laughs> okay. She's like, oh, no, that's not going to happen. I mean, yes. I, you know, we've talked about it a couple of times about how the whole culture shock was for me. And, um, you know, when I moved to Charlotte and how everything was, and my expectation from, you know, when I moved to Charlotte and what I thought it would be, like, I was, I was like, oh, I come from a huge city. I'm coming 
moving to a small city. Um, I've been in fashion my entire life. It's going to be so easy for me to find a job where I want to find a job because my curriculum and my experience and everything. And nobody wanted me. It was like, boom, no, no, no. And I was like, what is going on? So I did feel a huge prejudice mm -hmm. from number one, not being American, and number two, not being from the South. Wow. You've certainly taken care of that, haven't you? <laughs> I tried. Yes. So then I was like, okay, so then I had to reinvent myself. Mm. Not only as a mom, as a wife, and but as a as as um, a professional. So, you know, I just I you guys, I cannot I always say that you guys were always amazing. I remember the first time I came here and I'm like and I wasn't even selling my stuff yet. It was, you know, other brands in Brazil. And I'm like, Liz, so could I get a pop up here? And you and Larry were like, of course. I'm like, really? <laughs> so, I mean, I just have, I mean, I just cannot thank you guys enough for everything. And um, so, yeah, it was, you know, it's been hard and it still is hard. So, but I feel, you know, thankfully to so many of you and my amazing friends and, um, you know, growing little by little. But um, I just wanted to say that you guys are inspiring. We like that. We like that. As that are works. you. In every single way. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. As are you. As, As are all of us. in this room. I just was, you know, thinking about when you talked about Perry being your only daughter. And, I mean, of course, Hilliard, student method to you is, is a child. So, um, I'm sure you've had to reinvent so many times, I would think. And I'm sure you've probably seen other, um, how do you say it, like other, this whatever, trying to like copy, like yeah. what you do. And I had That's some a great advice. question. And I, thank you. Renata just said, how do you do it? Because people have copied, yes. And, and that is the greatest form of flattery, as they say. But it's not when you're a single businesswoman trying to make your own money. And, and I remember, and I said this in my book, was um, I remember when Pure Bar came into town. Right. And they were amazing. They're, they're still probably the most successful franchise bar workout in America. And I was like, I remember just breaking into a cold sweat because I was still subleasing a place over on Park Road. And I didn't even have really my own equipment. You know, I was just, I was just doing this thing. And I had a client say to me, and she was right to this day, and it really inspired me. She said, they have all this, right? But they don't have you. And you bring, you bring Hilliard Studio Method to people. It's you, it's you. So therefore, to expand the business, for it to be me, it then had to become Lee and, and Abby and other trainers. What they don't have is us. It's, 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 it's that personal touch. And I do not worry about competition. As a matter of fact, I love competition. Competition has every single time made me better. Never once yeah. has it made me worse. And I think business women in, yeah. in the room, you know that's true. It makes you respect them and work harder. And it wasn't me right. against them. It was like I looked at Pure Bar and I went, they're going to increase the awareness of a bar workout in Charlotte. But they don't have me. That's right. You know, so it's a great question. And again, so for the fashion business with you, Renata, you're going to have a lot of people that do that. Erin McDermott, there's a lot of people making jewelry, but 
they don't have you. They don't have your right. talent. They don't have your talent. And Regine Beckler, hands down, I've never seen anybody do the stuff she does, right? <laughs> have you seen her artwork? I mean, everybody in the room, whatever you do, if you just make a great pound cake, <laughs> you know? I mean, just whatever you do, right. just do it well and, and own it and love it and be it and share it. Yeah. I think we all have a lot of passions within us and you don't always have to try to find the thing you're most passionate about. Just each day it can be different. Today I'm passionate about what? What am I feeling? And how can I embrace that and share that with the world? That's enough, you know? And that's what I want us to walk out of here with today is just know the passion you are today. Accept it. And if the, if the passion is anger because of whatever it is, own that. Put it in a spot and go, there is that. Where will I take that? Where will I take that anger mm. and use it to make not only me better, but everybody interact today with? I mean, because we are, the world is full of just swirling dark anger and fear. And, you know, everybody wants to be, I'm on this side, you're on this side. We can never just, we can never agree. We are all on the same side of humanity. And yep. we can find ways to agree with each other by sharing the passion of who we are and listening. Yeah. So I think y'all all said it. <laughs> Come to church. This is and, good. And I laid mean, it down. I, I guess it's we'll really save fun. that whole exercise tip for the next time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you said, we like to go deep. Yeah, we in just it. like to go deep. Yeah. We don't have any any shallow conversations anymore. And <laughs> I, I challenge you to do the same. And and I will tell you this too, and I've said this on the last podcast. I no longer tolerate people that have disparaging things to say about other people. Everybody likes a good dish of gossip because Clary and me and Lee were just at the beach and we <laughs> had a real hard time, you know, <laughs> but not when it's going to be demeaning or racially or, or, you know, sexually, any of that stuff. Yep. It's just not allowed in my home. I have a, I have a space. If you've got a space, choose your space and own it and be powerful with it and encourage those others to do the same. Boom. Thank done? you. Let me say the thank yous um, to Laura for being here from Laurel Bell Photography for us today. To Mayor from Mayor's Charlotte. Mm -hmm. um, beautiful cheese board and she provided some bubbly. So when we leave, make sure to grab some. So thank you to Mayor. Yes. To Abby Cooper who may have needed to leave but who helped us set up. And Chelsea if she's wandering around to all, everybody who helped us make this a fun afternoon. And thank each of you for coming. Thanks everybody at home for listening. I want to say a shout out to Brittany Bogues, because yes, she's helping us do some fun things coming up in the future. And uh, she's got a really good group called Bogues Group that we're working with. So, you know, everybody everybody's supporting everyone else. So, yes, continue on and That's thank you. That's it. That's it. Everybody go have a great day. I love you. I love you. Woo! Thanks for listening to us today, wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, you can now find our podcast on YouTube. Yeah. If you liked it, please share, rate, and review. We love five stars. And we hope you'll work out with us online or in studio at hilliardstudiomethod.com. 